Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. A winking boob? A train wreck? He's just not into you. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with the Blind Date After Show. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, the buzz. What's up, AfterBuzzers? Hello, and welcome to the Blind Date After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. I am your host with the queenly touch, Regina Coles, and we are covering Season 1, Episodes 13, 14, 15, and 16. So hold on to your seats and your thoughts. And joining me is my sidekick and my producer who makes all things good for me. (laughs) <laughs> during this broadcast veto hello everybody good to see you again yeah so listen let me give initial thoughts and also tell you guys out there that you don't want to go anywhere because veto has some juicy news to share with you we've got some couples yeah Ooh, celebrity news at that and also guys i've got my miss regina's Dating do's and don'ts. And I got some juicy ones because these were some juicy episodes, Vito. Good to hear. That is my initial thoughts. They up the game. And I love it. They up the dating game. All right. So let's get to it. Starting with episode 13. I've got my notes right here. And that couple was Nadia and Dan. And this one really uh, (laughs) lit up out the gate right away because these two are musicians and um, they sing and they play. So their date was in a studio, which was okay. That's all good. I love music. I'm a musician myself. So um, the thing that got me, first of all, that I didn't like about uh, Dan was his singing and playing was not that impressive. But, oh, well, she wasn't out, you know, going on a date with him because of his singing and playing. But anyway, getting right to the juicy stuff. This date was dead on arrival. You know why? Can no, you I guess, don't. Vito? No, I don't know why. Well, let me give you a hint. Okay. Um, it has something to do with her best friend. Oh, no. Did he date her best friend previously? <laughs> he not only dated her. Oh, wait. Were they married? He slept with her. Oh, no. So, oh. And I was a little suspicious about that. We know that's a no-no, right? And did they know? Did, did anybody in that situation know? Nadia knew. And I'm wondering, because on this show, you're not supposed to troll anybody on social media. You're supposed to be, you know, a blind date. You don't know anything about the person that you're going to date. But for some reason, she told him right away, oh, I think you know my best friend. 
And as the date progressed, sure enough, um, he slept with her best friend. And disastrous. So, okay, he broke the number one cardinal rule. And what's the other cardinal rule about uh, dating somebody, sleeping with them? You don't what? Kiss and? Tell. Exactly. Oh, no, did he talk about yeah, her? Yeah, he dogged her friend, you know. So uh, that couple, they were like, there was no chance of anything going any further with those two. And so with that being said, of course there wasn't a second date. And so definitely don't kiss and tell. And if you've dated somebody's best friend, and it seemed like it was recent, not like it was a year or two ago. And even that might be a little touchy. But either way, they were dead on arrival because of that. Mm. Have you ever known anyone to do such a thing? Uh, I don't think I've known anybody to ever. I, I, I'm sure that I have had friends that have ended up like dating somebody who was friends with somebody else and then dating the other person. Mm-hmm. But I think it was like one of those agreed upon things where it was like, oh, yeah, you dated them, but we're not all really friends anymore. Uh-huh. So we're going to date and that'll be fine. Right. But never have I ever heard of a situation like this in which on a blind first date. I know. You talk about your friend who you both know. In, that's terrible. I that's, don't even know why she went through with, with the date, because if it were me, I would just basically be like, okay, I'm sorry, but I know that you slept with my best friend, and I'm not down with that. And obviously, the relationship did not uh, go well, and that's just some kind of baggage I don't want to be a part of. 100% me too. Because your not... best friend is never going to get over that. And why would you want her leftovers anyways? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, come on. I don't know. I'm not going behind my best friend. Uh-uh. And so moving on, I want to touch real quick on the second couple because they were my worst. And normally I don't want to put too much time in the worst ones, but I did want to say one thing about these guys. There were two guys. Ben and Tribe, and um, their dating was a boxing wrestling workout, which, well, that's fine. They got down into their boxing clothes, and so they could see each other's body or whatever. But the thing that got me about this particular couple, which really turned me off, is that Try pretty much got drunk quick out, out the gate. And... Um, Every place he went, he's ordering two shots of tequila here, two shots there. And Ben is a Navy guy. And so, you know, people in the military, they are, you know, uh, pretty disciplined. And so that was like a real turnoff. And then when they went to the hot tub, he tried to kiss him and he was sloppy drunk. And so putting myself in that position, I don't blame Ben. He ended the date. So good for him. Yeah, I, I, we've talked about this before on this show. I don't believe in like drinking heavily on the first date. I know some people have nerves and stuff like that. Right. But you, when would you ever want to be intoxicated in a situation like that? Uh, especially when you're starting to get to know a person. If that's what you want to put out into the world, that's what you'll receive. I know. And, and one thing, and that's 
going to be part of my do's and don'ts. They're going to be juicy, guys. Stick stick with stick us. Stick around. So speaking of juicy, anybody on the chat yet? No, we don't, guys. Remember, if you have anything to say <laughs> about blind dates, about drinking on the first or date, dating. or dating in general, hit us up in we the live chat. We want to hit it. In we iTunes hear comments it. or in the YouTube comments. Yeah. We'll be looking. Okay, but anyways, uh, right now I do want to take time out to thank everybody out there for uh, supporting AfterBuzz TV. We definitely uh, couldn't do it without you. And as you know, we are the ESPN of TV Talk, and uh, you have a variety of shows here to watch on AfterBuzz TV. And so we appreciate when you guys do watch and you give us a five-star rating on iTunes and when you go to YouTube and subscribe to our channel and also give, give us the thumbs up and leave all your wonderful, amazing comments which I love to read regardless. And a lot of times, most times, I do answer back. I think a lot of our, our viewers have great insight. And I'm just uh, missing those guys last week with all that great insight they had. Maybe, you know what? It, it is the holiday season, so something tells me people might be out shopping. And I'm sure they'll be back for 2020. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, for sure. So, Anyways, let's move on from um, episode 13 to episode 14. And this couple was Stefan and Brittany. And they were a really cute couple. And here we have another foot fetish guy. What's up with the foot fetishes? Apparently it's super popular. I'm not into it. Yeah, so it doesn't bother you if uh, a woman or a guy doesn't have, you know, pretty feet. I mean, I know I, you're into women. So I I just – look, everybody's got what they want. I don't know if I know anybody personally that has a foot fetish. But like, <laughs> look, if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. I guess yeah. like it's a body part, you know? Well, Brittany's feet passed the test. Good for her. But the thing about it was um, Stefan uh, said he was a karaoke king. So, and his favorite artist is Bobby Brown. So, right away, that turned Brittany off. And why do you think that would turn her off? Because <laughs> she's comparing him to Bobby Brown and his relationships, like with Whitney Houston and that kind of thing. And so, that pretty much turned her off to uh, Stefan, but... As the day progressed, she got over it. Um, she got over it. And I think she loosened up a bit, and he loosened up a bit. And I thought that they were a really cute couple. Um, but one thing that I didn't like about Brittany is early on, uh, when they were on their date, let me see, their date was skating. I thought that was a great date, going roller skating. Anything like that, physical activity or exercise, I should say, out in the open where it's safe and you can have fun and just be yourself. I like that. But anyhow, um, he was trying to show her how to skate, so he was a little touchy-filly. And I guess in that instance, eh, it's okay. But 
she did make the comment, which I agree, if I were, were in that position, I don't want you like touching me, touching my bo- boobs or my butt or anything like that under the guise of you're trying to help me learn how to skate. But I can understand because when you're skating or trying to learn how to skate, you got to pretty much hold that person up on those skates. So she made the comment that, oh, I don't like you being uh, touchy-feely. So good. I agree. Stick to that. But then I look up, and (laughs) when they moved on to the hot tub, she totally let her guard down. And so it's like he was pretty much touchy-feely. So I don't know. I just feel like on the first date, I think you should, you know, Keep your distance. What do you think? I uh, we've also talked about this before, but I stay. Cont- I, it really depends on the boundaries. I think that you want to set I, because I know some people that are very sexually active and that like really that's what they're looking for when it comes to a relationship. Mm-hmm. And like if that's the precedent that you want to set on date number one, that's the precedent that you want to set on date number one. But like, I think it's all about personal boundaries. I yeah. don't know if she had something going into it that she was like, I really don't want him to touch me or I really like, or I really want him to touch me. I think the ultimate killer of that kind of dating scenario is the gray area. Mm -hmm. When there's a gray area, I believe people will take advantage of that. They will. And that's why you, for me and when I was dating or, you know, even now, I think when you say something uh, that you should mean it. Yeah. You know, because otherwise, if you don't stick to your guns, that's just opening you up uh, for people to take advantage of you and for you to really let your guard down. And then you might do something that you regret doing later. Yeah, I think it's all about being vocal, being open and being able to have that communication line with each other. Um, And honestly, for me, if I can't find a way to get that communication line right off the bat, Mm -hmm. I just I it's it's very dangerous. Right. It's a very dangerous way to go. And honestly, not comfortable for me. Right. But anyway, they were a really nice couple and they had a lot of great chemistry and uh, they definitely were smitten by each other so much to. um, Let me see in my notes here. Um, well, he agreed that Stefan agreed that he would give up Bobby Brown for her. Now that's on a first date. Yeah, right. That's not cool, is it? I just think it's like, I like some people get too eager with first dates in my opinion. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I, I mean, to be fair, I've been in that place, but that was back when I was like, in like high school stuff like that when mm-hmm. i was like when i didn't even understand i was like oh my god this is love this is exactly what i wanted all the time and it's not um, of course it's, <laughs> it's not day. and especially as an adult like you should understand that like hey we're both adults we both have our own interests we can have separate interests right and when know. you get those endorphins going and the yeah. mood is right and especially after you've had some alcohol yeah. And, of course, that just makes you uh, let your guard down even more. Then you may say things that you really don't mean. And I think that's probably been one of the setbacks with the show's um, 
average of having uh, repeat dates. Oh. So far, they don't have a good average of repeat dates. Yeah. And I'm thinking it's because, um, number one, a lot of these couples aren't really that compatible or chemistry-wise, they don't have it. But I think the biggest part is... um, Once you start drinking and you let your guard down, you start saying and doing things that you really probably wouldn't do. And uh, some of them might feel like they're embarrassed and they don't want to go on a second date. Or either they just don't tell the show that. They might go on a second date, but they want the cameras out of it to really see how does this person act when they're not being filmed that's a totally other aspect of the show that I didn't think about until you just brought it up. Mm-hmm. The fact that these people are dealing with first dates, right. but also dealing with first dates in front of a camera. In front of a camera, <laughs> in front of producers telling you, okay, of course. do this, say that, or, you know. And no wonder that they're getting so nervous and drinking so much because they're like, all right, this has to go well. I can't look like crap in front of everybody. But that's what they signed up for. Exactly. First dates, I'm sure, are not exactly like this Ex- most of the time. Exactly. Unless it's hidden camera, which is different. Uh, Yeah, I don't think this is hidden camera. Mm. I think they're like right in your face. Because, you know, you see when they're driving in the car, the driver is right there. Mm. <laughs> All ears open, you know. <laughs> Yikes. But so let's move on. They were really a nice couple. And they said they were going on a second date. So we'll see. So episode 15, um, oh, man, I think this was kind of like the date from hell here. I'm so excited to hear why. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so you have Stephen, a waiter, um, 39 years old. Normally, I don't really say the ages, but for here, I think it's relevant. And then Lisa, who uh, is a school teacher, and she's 44. Okay. So, uh, the episode opens up with Lisa in the limo drinking vodka. That's fun. (laughs) That's a fun start. She had a red cup, and she's getting the party started without her date. Does the date date show up? Well, listen to this. Steven doesn't drink. Interesting. Right. Okay. Before we go any further, what's what's been your experience with, have you dated somebody that didn't drink or you didn't drink or vice versa, they drink, you didn't? I have actually, so I I do drink. Mm -hmm. Um, I I have a pretty high tolerance, so I feel comfortable drinking in most (laughs) scenarios, I'd like to say. Um, But it it does, it does... uh, I have had relationships with people who have not drank before, and mm. honestly, not really ever been a problem. It's really? been it's been one of those things where me and me and them communicated enough, where mm. it was like, okay, I'm going to do this, and you don't have to do this, and as long as you're comfortable with me doing this, we're cool. Um, so I think, but that's never been on a first date. Mm-hmm. Like a first date has, I. I'm happy to say that none of my first dates have involved drinking, um, but I have had long-term relationships where it's been like, all right, I do this thing just so you know, and they've been like, cool, I don't do that thing. I was like, cool, that's it. The thing about, um, and that's okay. I mean, I drink, and um, I've been in situations like with friends, 
and <laughs> another friend might not drink. Yeah. And then the group may apply a little pressure, like, oh, uh, you're boring, you don't drink, or, that. you know. But then you have situations where people can't handle their alcohol, and so, that is Lisa, to oh, me. Oh, no. Who, well, she's a school teacher. She, she should have known. She, does she know? Did she know? Okay, so their date was... Uh, a cooking class. They cooked pasta, thank God, because she needed some carbohydrates yeah. in that stomach with all that vodka. And um, the date got off to a really um, rocky kind of start because every third word that came out of her mouth was, oh, I got to have some vodka. Oh, my gosh. So at that point, what do you do if you're the person who doesn't drink and she's constantly asking for vodka and wants to drink something. I mean, first of all, that sounds like she's got a little bit of a... A drinking problem. Yeah, it sounds like she's got something going on. Not to judge, it's just to say, hey, you got to look out for yourself in some of these situations. Especially, this is a first date. This is a blind first date. What are you thinking? Well, and one thing I didn't like that... Okay, I'm going to take it over to Steven, but... <clears throat> He asked her how old she was, and I thought that was tacky because you really shouldn't ask guys a woman's age. I mean, if some women want to say it, fine. It's nothing to be ashamed of, but why? He was judging her because he was saying, oh, for 44 years old, she's got a great-looking body. And I'm like, well, how old do you have to be to have a great-looking body? I mean, I'm older than that, I'll say, and I think I'm in pretty good darn shape. So, you know, I didn't like that at all. So that would have been a turnoff for me. But not as much of a turnoff as Lisa was, as she kept drinking, drinking, and he wasn't drinking with her. And then she got into a, um, a situation with him at the restaurant where she was saying the waitress was hot and maybe they could get her into a threesome. Oh, no. <laughs> that is just like number one for like just what do these people think that they're doing when they think that these are OK things? Right. Especially for somebody who's on work. Like, why do you think it's OK to say that about somebody who is working? Well, you know what? I had to ask myself after seeing this couple. Were they actors? Is, is this woman really a teacher? Because I used to be a school teacher, and I'll tell you right now, to um, if my students saw me on TV or the parents or oh my, my administrator, I didn't even think coworkers, that. that's pretty darn scary. Not only is that scary, but it just shows you like she was not thinking of herself she wasn't you don't give out that kind of information on a first date especially if you are someone who is a public a public servant yeah like um, children mm -hmm. especially yeah like i mean i know there's a stereotype sometimes with like teachers being stressed and and doing that and obviously teachers are still people they still have like romantic lives and stuff like that mm -hmm. but that is not a means of security for you if yeah. that's what you're looking for so the night pretty much ended up going <laughs> with 
<laughs> Stephen said that she humped his knee. Oh. Mm. And, um, you know, he just pretty much ended the day. He thought she was too aggressive, too wacky. She was cursing and just not a lady. And to me, at her age, you are just too old to be so reckless. Any woman that age, come on. Now, I'll give you a pass if you're in your, your early 20s. But, man, you know, when a woman gets, like, past, I say, 25 or so, come on, clean your act up. She was, like, really tacky. And if she really, truly is a school teacher, I won't be surprised if she's out of a job. I also would not be surprised. So uh, I'm going to be digging for some backup uh, news on this date in particular because I want to really see. I want to do some research. Is she really and truly a school teacher? Because... If she is, wow, I would be scared for those kids. Did they say any school district or anything? I oh, guess God, not. no. Just her first name, I'm guessing? Yeah, her oh, first geez. name. But I'm sure you'll find something on it. <laughs> it just made me really leery because I felt like this can't be a real scenario. Yeah. Maybe it's actors. Maybe not. Maybe not. Who knows? I mean, like I said, I taught school. Let me tell you, school teachers are human, too. I could tell you some stories about coworkers (laughs) I had. (laughs) Partying all night and then coming into the classroom, you know, from the club. Everybody's everybody's human. (laughs) Exactly. So let's move on. Time flies when you're having fun. time does fly. So we are at episode 16, and my favorite couple will... This couple was another doozy. Like I said, man, they really amped up uh, (laughs) the activities and the type of uh, personalities they had with these episodes. So Chelsea, 30 years old, a very uh, mm, well-built realtor who likes to date older guys, which translates into sugar daddies, right? And so she went on a date with David, hotel manager, 47, with a man bun. Now, ladies, to eat your own, but I don't like man buns. I don't like any guy that puts his hair up in a ball or a bun. (laughs) It's just not sexy to me. I'm sorry. No comment on that, eh? (laughs) I'm just going to say, my hair was long, I might do it, but it's not long, so (laughs) You know what? To me, leave the buns to the ladies. So anyways, their date was very interesting and my kind of date, but not the way it uh, progressed. Uh, They met a a high-end women's boutique, clothing boutique. And he had all these sexy outfits, fitted dresses with revealing, um, you know, parts to it. And uh, he picked out dresses for her. And so uh, right away, I felt like, no. What do you mean? Why? You don't think? I don't know you. Interesting. Why are you picking my clothes? So that is I didn't think about it that way. That is a very controlling measure. And so uh, 
every outfit was very revealing and ultra sexy. And this date made me think that maybe these two are actors too or I mean, Chelsea kind of reminded me of a girl that could work in a high-end strip club. I mean, you know, no offense. I mean, she was a very attractive lady, blonde hair, very well built. And the unique thing about her body was that she had a winking boob. I'm not sure what you mean by that. She, you know how guys flex their pecs and they move up and down? Uh, Sure, yeah. She could do that with like her right boob. That's I. So she has strong pectoral muscles, I guess. Uh, or either it's a bad boob job. I Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, their date was strictly sexual. Everything about the date was just oozing with sexuality and money, apparently. Um, and well, he said he, uh, David, that he wasn't looking for a sugar mama, but he, you know. Um, I don't know. She came across being too easy to me and almost ditzy. Hmm. Yeah. So um, he paid $900 for the dress that um, she picked out that she liked. And oh, I good said, for sure. Her. Good for yeah, her. Yeah, right. So what's he expecting after paying $900? Well, if he's a if he's a good guy, maybe nothing. But I don't think he was going in that thinking of nothing. Well, I'm sure the show paid for it. But anyways, um, I just think that uh, when you come across the way she did, just scantily clothed with her boobs hanging out, and she was really touchy-feely with him, she didn't seem to have any inhibitions as far as getting sexual with him. And almost to a tease, and ladies, that is so dangerous, and I would not ever put myself in that position. I mean, as a woman, it doesn't take much for a guy to get aroused, okay? And so I just think she pushed the button uh, too far, the envelope, too far with her sexuality. And um, to me, she was sending out all the wrong signals because if they were to continue dating then where do you go from there when you're so aggressive with your body and the sexual innuendo? I just think you set yourself up to um, be treated a certain way and thought of in a certain way. But I guess it's all about what, uh, like, what she wanted out of that. Did she say she wanted something specifically romantic? Did she say she wanted anything at all? Did she, like, talk about her in... in um... Well, did you talk about any of her goals with the relationship? Well, she likes older men with yeah. money. Then I think I, I think her goals were clear. And you know what? If in my opinion, I don't think she was necessarily in the wrong because if she found somebody that was willing to do that, then they're willing to do it. Yeah, but it's the first date, and I just think yeah, when maybe. you push every envelope in the first date, where do you go on the second date? You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. I mean, if you give all the goodies up on the first date, what's left? Well, some men will go back for it. Well, so. but it's been um, my experience as far as, like, my wisdom and, you know, that if you're too easy, easy come, easy go. Mm. So. Understandable. We'll see. But guess what? But what? No data. No second date. No, no second update. Date. Right. So. 
Let's, She'll find someone, I'm sure. Well, she's an attractive <laughs> lady, and let's face it. I don't know too many guys that'll turn on a, a body like that. Now, will they stay long term? That's another question. Who's yeah. But anyway, I just wouldn't put myself out there like that. I just feel like you still have to be a lady. And you also have to take into account you're on television. And so if you ever want to be taken seriously by a job profession, and she was a realtor, who are your next uh, clients going to be? And what are they going to think of you if they see this? Yeah. So, you know, just things to take into context. So, with that being said, do you have some news? I do have some AfterBuzz TV news. All right. So, today we're heading back to our uh, list from BuzzFeed of couples that we got in 2019. Uh-huh. So, firstly, I wanted to talk a little bit about Dua Lipa and Anwar Hadid. Oh, I, Anwar, Dua Lipa. I yeah. love her. These two seem so nice. I, I know Anwar Hadid is the yeah. brother of Gigi Hadid. Oh, he um, is handsome. Yeah, He's he a, is. quite a model himself. Yeah, and I love their indie stylings. They, Ooh, they look really fun. They, yeah. They're, they're really nice. Um, and they apparently were seen in July. Mm-hmm. And apparently, uh, so Anwar's grandmother, uh, also Gigi's grandmother, yeah. um, apparently they were both seen at her funeral. But this was not, she was not the only oh. one. There was also other couples seen. Oh. Like Gigi had somebody uh, with her who was from The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. But they are no longer together. So this is actually one couple from that situation that did oh, stay together. Okay. Uh, furthermore, we've got Miranda Lambert and Brennan McLaughlin. The police officer yeah. from New York's finest. Yes, and Man, is he New York's finest. Yes. Um, in February, <laughs> apparently, in an Instagram post, mm-hmm. they had apparently gotten married. Yeah. Yeah. and They uh, are married. They uh, had then just been attached by the side ever since in February. And you know how she met him. No, how? She was appearing on Good Morning America. Wow. And he was assigned to Good Morning America as yeah. security. He was stationed outside. Yeah. yeah. And actually says that that's so funny. Good for them, Isn't honestly. that something? Yeah. And then lastly, we have Halsey and Evan Peters. Is that a Halloween picture? Yeah, that is a Halloween picture. (laughs) It looks like they look like Sonny and Cher. (laughs) Yeah, you're very, very right with that. Um, But apparently photos emerged of them this summer of Halsey and Evan holding hands at Six Flags and then in October. And then in late October, Halsey accompanied Evan Peters to American Horror Stories Halloween party where they dressed as Sonny and Cher. You were absolutely correct. Because she used to date uh, the rapper. Yes. What's I, his name? Um, uh, oh, I'm blanking on it. Jeezy well. or Young G G Money. I think, I think it's G Easy. G Easy. G Easy, I believe. Right. But uh, yeah, so I'm happy what? to see those two together. It's nice to see some happy couples coming out of 2019. I'm so excited to see who we get in the next century, and not yeah. century, in the next decade, uh, where we will, I'm sure, see plenty more. Of okay, those. so I'm going to move right into my special segment Absolutely. of Miss Regina's Do's and Don'ts, guys. And, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but uh, first of all, you don't kiss and tell, regardless. <laughs> I love that sound effect. Is that a uh, law and order? Yes, that is the law and order sound I love effect. that. <laughs> so never kiss and tell. I don't care who it is. Keep what goes on in the bedroom or wherever between you and that partner. You're not obligated to tell or share the dirty details. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. The details with anybody. So don't kiss and tell because you never know 
who knows who. And so uh, my second one is with the teacher, Rita. Man, remember you're on television and you can't take this stuff back, just like being on the Internet. Once stuff is put out there, you can't pull it back. And so you don't ever want to set yourself up in the future to lose out on a job or even uh, that special someone because you put something out there that might not really be you or something that should be so private that you shouldn't share to the masses like that. So just keep in mind that whatever you say and do is going to be out there and it can come back to haunt you. Any, um, I, my parents are very, very, into that idea of like, hey, keep everything off of the internet. They don't use Facebook. They don't use social media generally. Um, and honestly, I think sometimes it's, you are way better off to not share things on the internet right. if it's not beneficial for anything because people will stick their nose in any business that you show them. Right. And it's like getting drunk and that kind of thing. Yeah. And sometimes business yeah. is between, especially in a couple, business might just be better off between you two. Yeah. Because nobody else knows you two better than you two. Exactly, you know, because sometimes you you won't be able to live it down. So, and my other don't is don't, ladies and gentlemen, have standards for yourself. If you don't respect yourself, if you don't respect yourself, that other person is not going to respect you either. So you have to set your standards high for yourself and love yourself. First, Absolutely. and when you love yourself first, the other person is going to love you. Yeah, relying on other people for for validation for yourself and for right. love for yourself will not work. Exactly. So those are my do's and don'ts. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I'm going to make a prediction now. After Buzz TV predictions. So I'm going to predict that my favorite couple out of all of these episodes, Brittany. And um, Stefan, yes, Mr. Bobby Brown, a.k.a. karaoke singer. (laughs) (laughs) And she's the foot model. I predict that those guys are definitely going to hook up and go on a second date. And so I'm hoping that's my prediction because they seem to really have a a genuine chemistry. And so we're going to do our research, Vito, and see if that holds true. But I guess we'll have to see in 2020. Yes, definitely in 2020, because we are going on our hiatus for the holiday season. And once again, we want to thank you all for tuning in to After Buzz TV. And you can find me on Instagram at Regina Coles or on Twitter at Regina Coles. And uh, with that being said, guys, thanks for tuning in to the Blind Date After Show. And we are looking for more juicy dates in the new year. So to you and yours, have a happy holiday season, a safe one, and a beautiful new year. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs>
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.